Hello, and welcome to season two of Three Rings Warrior podcast. This season, I bring you the experiences and transformational stories of everyday women making uncommon decisions to change their lives and the lives of those around them. Hello, and welcome to Three Rings Warrior podcast. Uh, Be sure you hit the subscribe and the like down there. I want to get right in and started. Today, I have with us Donna Wu, actually, Dr. Donna Wu. <laughs> and she is a chiropractic and wellness phys- physician. And what's really cool is she is transitioning all this knowledge that she has from what she's been doing up until now. And she's transferring this into one to one coaching. And of course, it's going to be coming out. And we're going to talk a little bit more about this. But, Donna, first, I just wanted to welcome you to the podcast. Well, thank, thank you, Jocelyn, and thank you for being here. And actually, Dr. Jocelyn as well. <laughs> That's <laughs> thank right. Thank you. <laughs> um, you know, I'm just going to throw this right back at you. What what sort of led you doing into what you do with chiropractic? And I saw that you do a lot of stuff with leukemia places as well. Um, and that's uh, something that's really on a heart of you is helping in that. Um, but what what's sort of been your journey to do what you do, you've been doing, but why this shift in now that you're where you are now into doing something different? Well, thank you for asking, Jocelyn. But yes, so, you know, people do often ask, you know, how did I go from being a chiropractic physician to becoming an author, transformational speaker, and a coach? And well, really, I saw so many people suffering um, in my practice. You know, I've helped thousands of patients and, um, you know, including professionals, celebrities, business owners, and um, executives and their families. And many times their physical pain was due to the stress that they were having. And, you know, they weren't speaking up. You know, a lot of times they would speak to me, like, like you know, they would have something that's going on in their family or, you know, some, you know, something in their life, whether it was work or family or friends, something. And um, they would talk to me and, you know, they would have problems with speaking up or, you know, having a relationship with themselves or setting boundaries um, people pleasing or not being able to say no, and they would talk to me about it. And then I also had that stress myself. And I always talked about um, wellness and prevention, and I know how stress can cause illness too. Mm. And um, then I, you know, because I was talking about wellness, but then I saw myself getting sick. You know, I was I was teaching people wellness and prevention. But then I was getting sick. And, you know, a couple of years ago, I was sitting there, you know, in my closet all alone. And I just really felt burnt out, stuck, alone and frustrated. Mm. And I was really thinking like, you know, why are people walking all over me? Mm. And, you know, and why do I have such a hard time saying no? And, and why do I feel stuck and frustrated? Right. And, and then, I, you know, I'm in my closet and I go, you know, I do love shoes, but I don't, <laughs> but I don't love it when those shoes are being used to walk all over me. Mm. And so, and then in that, that time, it just seemed like, you know, everybody was walking all over me. We were going through a renovation, our contractors were walking all over me, my husband was walking all over me, my friends, my family, and even some of my patients. And, you know, I, so I just really sat down and thought, like, what am I doing that's causing people to treat me this way? Mm. And, you know, I was so embarrassed, too, because, you know, I'm a chiropractic physician. I'm a small business owner. I'm college educated. I mean, how can I be so stupid? Right. And, 
So I sat down and really talked to myself and I came up with, well, I was treating myself badly. Mm-hmm. So then other people were treating me badly. And so, um, you know, I didn't want to give them that permission anymore. And so I said, okay, I'm going to fix this. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and I've done decades of self-development classes. You know, I, you know, ever since I can remember, I've been doing self-development classes. And so then I decided once and for all, you know, I was going to get comfortable in my own skin. Mm. Yeah. And so then I started working with two of the biggest thought leaders in the world. And you know some of them because <laughs> you've worked with them too. And then I worked on myself even more. And then I joined communities of like-minded people. And then, you know, being those being in those communities, and you know, they talk about the power of proximity that really helped help me love myself. And it really changed my life. And so that's why, you know, working with coaches is so important. Mm-hmm. And they really, you know, and being in those communities, they really liked me for me. Right. And, you know, I have quirks and they loved, you know, my quirks and all, you know, <laughs> they, they embrace that. And even one of them named me ambassador of happiness. <laughs> yeah. <That's laughs> and although awesome. I can't use that. Yeah. And I can't use that term now because someone actually trademarked it. Oh, but... you're kidding. <laughs> But, you know, that, that's, that's what they called me. And so, you know, that's what I, I got from that. It was like, you know, really the power of proximity, yeah. learning to love myself. Yeah. And, you know, so that's why I learned that, you know, me, Donna Wu, that um, the most important relationship is the one that we have with ourselves, because that really does affect our um, health, our wealth, our usefulness, you know, happiness. And I also like to say it also helps with world peace, because when we're happy with ourselves, we're not arguing with other people. And, you know, there's there's just more peace in the world. And so now I really want to help people also reclaim their power and their happiness by helping them speak up, set boundaries, have a strong relationship with themselves and, and say no without feeling guilty. And that's, so that's awesome. how. Yeah, no, I really love this. You got a lot in here. And I really liked what you were talking about, how when you, you know, even though, you know, you're, you're a professional, you've been educated, you know, all these things, you're, you're beating yourself up into like, why am I not perfect? <laughs> why am I not doing this even better? You know, and, and I, I, I so understand that. I think a lot of people in our world today, when we look at stuff, there's this expectation. And even when we have the success on the outside, there's this expectation that it's supposed to make us happy. But then we wake up and we're in this place where we're not, where we're, like you said, where we feel stuck and, you know, not fulfilled, or like people are walking all over us. Um, and really it's, that's just perception, right? It's really that we're not fulfilling our own desires for what our life is supposed to, what we want our life to be about, about being our unique self, right? I think that's the biggest thing is when we're not who we want to be, we just, we're, we're going to be dissatisfied and feel stuck. Yes. And, and that's it. And then a lot of times, you know, and, you know, when people are, um, you know, we, we feel like, well, I felt like, like, oh, you know, like, I don't want to rock the boat. I don't want to speak up, mm-hmm. um, you know, because I always believe to treat people the way I want to be treated. Right. And I go, okay, maybe is this insulting or, you know, like just afraid to say something. But really, I've learned that speaking up is so important because, you know, other people don't know what, what we're thinking. Right. And then if we're allowing them to speak to us in a manner that's not respectful, 
you know, they're going to keep talking to us in a disrespectful manner until we say, hey, it's not okay. You know, the way you're talking to me is not okay. Yeah. But yes, but, but also I love your philosophy as well, um, Jocelyn, because you know, you have your, your three rings warrior and, and you talk about, you know, oneself with um, others around us and the environment. Yeah. But, you know, and it's, you know, a lot of times people say, oh, I'm going to speak up, I'm going to speak up. But then they forget that there's other people too. And so, so I love to be able to speak up, but still like you be respectful, yeah. you, you know, because they have, you know, other people have their, their thoughts going and sometimes they may not even know they're being disrespectful. And exactly, yeah. And, yeah. and then I don't want to say, Hey, you know, I'm a happy and I want you to be miserable. You know, that's <laughs> not the way it works. Right. <laughs> it has to be a win-win right. situation. Right. And that's huge, that, that idea of um, accepting each person for the journey they're on and not trying to judge them for what they're going through. Um, and, and that can be really hard. And it, and it ends up coming back up in these little teeny tiny, in these different ways. You know, it, it's interesting. I, I'll, I'll do interviews and, and people will have this perspective and then they'll say something. And I do the same thing. All of a sudden I say something and it goes against what I said. And I have to, I have to it's just like, okay, that's another thing that has to shift another thing. But that ability to not create expectations for other people, it really is that relationship with ourselves to not have so much expectation or judgment really on what we're doing and, and what we have gone through. And, and really it's more about just uncovering and saying, all this is me. And I accept all this as me. And in doing so, I accept all that as you. Now, it doesn't mean we always have everybody that's around us want to be around us. And that's okay. That's where the boundaries come in and we stand up for ourselves, like you said. Um, uh, but it, it, it's not our responsibility how they act. And, and, and in that way, that freedom ends up coming out um, that, that, of course, you know, we want to be as kind as we can. We want to say things the right way. We don't want to, you know, there, there's all this learning that happens, but that way of taking the anger out, like they're acting that way because of they're trying to hurt me kind of perspective. They have no, they're, they're, they're so stuck in their own head. That there's nothing to do with us whatsoever. Right. <laughs> yes. Yes. And, and, then, and there, there are times when they do, you know, I, it, that, that is true too. And that's what you were to say. I don't mean to contradict myself either, yeah. but, but knowing the difference too, because I have encountered that too. You know, some people, they're purposely mean, but then I have to look at it like, okay, they're being purposely mean, but okay, but they may have something going on. You know, they're either jealous or they're insecure about themselves. Yeah. So to give them that grace but then at the same time, if we want to help them and they don't want to be helped and we're trying to do our best, then at that point, then it's like, okay, you said boundary. And then, you know, we don't need to necessarily associate with them or engage right. in that manner. And even with family, you know, it can be difficult, yeah. but there's ways to talk to them and, and kind of look, instead of engaging back and getting mad at them, like, hey, stop. And see, okay, what's going, you know, just being aware, like, what's happening here. Right. And, and decide, you know, then we can take the action, the appropriate action. Yeah. 
Yeah, it, that, that actually reminds me so much of when I'm teaching courses, you know, I teach college and every now and then I get somebody who comes back with something and they're just cranky. And, and I know it's, you know, yeah, they're frustrated with whatever grade or assessment or whatever it was, but it's so less to do with me and more to do with whatever is going in. So I've just, at first when I, you know, so much of my life, I got connected myself personally to whatever they were saying. And I began to, you know, as I went through this personal development, I began to realize, no, this is way less to do with me. Um, it's just building upon whatever frustrations. And so being able to remove myself and, and not get angry or, you know, they don't read what they're supposed to read, or they don't watch my announcements, or they don't do, you know, like, like I put all this stuff up there, and they don't, you know, mo the majority of the students don't actually read the posts that I do. So I have to continually repeat, you know, things over and over again. And so learning not to get angry about that, and just realize that's, you know, whatever their learning style was, or the way they came up with this, or whatever their, they, they didn't, they didn't look, and they didn't see it. So it's not me, it's just their life, you know, and, and being able to do that, there's a certain amount of freedom. It's, I'm not always perfect at it, but, you know. <laughs> yes, yes. And then, but, but then there are some boundaries too, right? Because like, for example, in practice, you know, I, because I dealt with a lot of people in pain, even though I was more of a wellness, you know, most of my patients came to me not before wellness initially, Right. You know, when the very first visit was pain, you know, they right. came in for some reason. I mean, occasionally I had some wellness patients come in for their first visit for wellness, but most of the time they first came in for pain and then they stayed for wellness Right. because they're in pain. And, you know, when someone's in pain, they're grumpy, they're, you know, they're scared because you know, they don't know what's going on. They don't, you know, they, so I was really able to take that, you know, they might yell at me, but I could understand, you know, they're, they're in pain, they're scared, they don't know what's going on. And so I understood that. So I took a lot and, and I did, but then, you know, sometimes if they're continually mean, right. then it's like, okay, you're not in pain anymore. Now you're just mean. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, so, yeah. but, I mean, so I will then, definitely tell them, you know, so student, you know, I'll yeah. say, I understand your frustration. However, this has less to do with me and more to do with what's going on in your own life. I've given you what you need. You know, I'm, I'm, I, I definitely do that. I've had to say sometimes to some students, like, I, I appreciate you must be frustrated, but I'm not accepting this gift that you're giving me anymore. And I'm not going to respond to your emails anymore. And so, <laughs> yes, and, that, and, that, yes, and then that, that's, the, and that's where the boundary comes in, right? Because you're yeah. like, okay, I'll, I'll take this because I know you're not, it's not personal. It's just you're in pain, something's going on. But yeah. then there's a certain extent where like, okay, no, now, now, now that's, that's not acceptable. That's not respectful. Yeah. So I, you know, I've had to learn that, you know, I've yeah. learned that in, in, um, with family too, you know, for years, you know, I've been married, um, for, oh my gosh, almost 19 years. We've been together, it'll be 25 years coming up. Wow. Um, yeah. And, you know, and I have, um, in-laws and, you know, through the years, various in-laws would yell at me mm. and my husband would not stand up for me, mm. but I took it because I'm like, okay, I want to keep the peace. You know, I don't, you know, cause my, and part of me being with the leukemia um, society, leukemia and lymphoma society was because my mom was diagnosed with cancer mm. and, and, and then, you know, she, she fought a good fight from like, for, let's see, she's 58. Oh my gosh, how many years? I mean, it was at least five years. I think it was like, it's just like 58, 58, 58, like seven years. She fought this fight for like seven years. And, um, and at the time I was building up my practice mm -hmm. and, you know, I got married, you know, like she was diagnosed like a year and a half into our marriage. 
And then, you know, had various other people die. And then, but I, you know, my mom was always like, spend more time with me, spend more time with me. But, you know, I'm trying to build my practice. I, you know, I get home, all this stuff. And then, then she ends up dying. And I felt so much guilt. Mm. Like, I was like, oh my gosh, maybe I didn't spend enough time with her. Did she know that I loved her? And, you know, it was, it was miserable. And, and, you know, for five years, I was mourning her. Mm. And, um, and, you know, I just didn't want my husband to go through that. So I wanted him, you know, I would, you know, he, he didn't really set up meetings with his family. So I would set up meetings with his family because I go, you know, the pain that I went through with my mom and feeling that guilt, like, I don't ever want you to feel the same way. Right. And so I would arrange things with his family. But, you know, at various incidences and occasions through the years they would all yell at me like Mm -hmm. no not necessarily all at the same time but they would take their turns yelling at me but I would take it and I didn't say anything because I wanted to keep the peace I didn't want to come between you know my husband and his family right and but then in the process of all this like there was a big incident that happened last year where I was being screamed at by one of the family members for what seemed to be about 20 minutes. It could have been longer, maybe a little bit. It was a long time. Yeah. And there were like six of his family members around, and it was me. And for this amount of time, nobody spoke up for me. Wow. And the one person was just screaming, screaming, and she got into my face also and said, look at me, look at me. And you know, I'm like, I'm not engaging with her. (laughs) I'm not going to engage. I just sat like this quiet. And then, you know, it was an initial shock. But then after, you know, this bombardment of screaming, then I sat there. I'm like, okay, no one's speaking up for me. Why am I still sitting here? So then, you know, I got up and then I moved over because my husband had moved to the couch and I, you know, again, didn't want it to be awkward. So after the yelling, I went and sat down next to my husband. And then someone said, who wants to play cards? And so then I'm like, instead, I'm like, oh, okay, I'll play. And instead of like, okay, we're getting out of here now. Right. <laughs> you know, I didn't want to, I didn't want to disturb the peace. I didn't want it to be awkward. Right. And so I went and played cards and then, and, you know, we played cards for a couple hours and then we left that, we got out of the house. And as soon as I got out of the house, I, I said to my husband, like, what just happened? You know, and, and then we went on our way and then I couldn't sleep because what happened was, you know, there was some extended family from his side coming to visit and we had these plans for the whole weekend. Mm. And so the next morning, like I couldn't sleep. And I said to my husband, I couldn't, he said, you know, he couldn't sleep either. I asked him to talk to, um, you know, talk to that family member about what had happened and also to the parents. And he never, he didn't. Right. And so really, you know, again, long story short, he never stood up for me, never said anything. I went through the rest of the weekend just to keep up appearances and to, you know, so it wasn't awkward. Right. And so there was that big incident. And then, then there was a couple incidents that, that happened since then. But then I was in October. I'm like, okay, this is not happening again. Like I am done being yelled at. 
Right. And so I actually stood up for myself. And, and this, this was a different family member at this point. And then the very next day, I received a letter saying that they were tired of my antics and I was kicked out of the family. <laughs> yes, yes. And so, you know, and I don't like to bring this point up again, you know, because I don't like telling the same story. You know how you talk about energy. But the point is that that was the boundary. I'm like, yeah. you know, I've taken it for so many years. I've tried to help. Yeah. But at some point, like, yelling at me, is not okay anymore. You know, the no. way you're yelling at me yeah. is not okay. And so I had to say timeout, boundary. And then I was kicked out of the family. I got a letter saying they're tired of my antics, no longer welcome in their home. I'm out. And so, so I've been out since then. I'm not upset. You know, I, the part that upsets me is, you know, having my husband in the middle. Yeah. But you know, and then they tried, you know, back in February of this year, they also came, you know, the brothers and the, the wives came and they pretty much had like kind of a firing squad at me wanting me to fix it. And so, I go, you know, I will take responsibility for a lot of things, but this is not my responsibility. Right. Like, I am not going to fix it. I, cause that was the other thing. I was the fixer. Like yeah. whenever things happen, they always came to me. Right. So I'm like, uh-uh. Boundary, timeout. Yeah. And so so that's where I'm talking about. It, it's we want to have good karma, but at some point you have to stand up for yourself. Yeah. Because you have to be your own knight in shining armor and be respectful, but um, but you know, you have to stand up for yourself at some point because nobody is going to, you know, you can't depend on anyone else to stand up for you. No, no, absolutely. I, I, that is a great point in that you, you have to, and especially no one else is going to stand up for you until you stand up for yourself anyways. Right. Um, yes. But I think that that's a great point in that you have obviously been their, their scapegoat punching bag for so many years that you standing up for yourself and changing. That's just, you know, well, for one thing, it's obviously great because they're removing themselves from your environment, which is the natural thing to do, right? Either they're going to change or they're going to leave your environment. And so they're leaving your environment. Um, but, you know, I, you're right in that you, you can't expect anybody else, even your husband, to stand up. You know, his, his emotional baggage and ties to his family, that's his, right? And it's his way of seeing the world and he can't expect him to see it the way you are. But you can decide that the way that you're seeing the world and the way that you want to perceive the world and the way that you want to love in the world is valued and is important and has significance for, me, for ourselves. And that's what's important. And in that freedom, right, you get to then explore all kinds of who you are that you never thought that you'd, you know, be able to get into. Yes. And, yeah. And part of that was because, you know, I believed some of the things they would say about me. You know, that right. I talk too much, I'm too loud, you know, I'm outgoing, you know, like when I'm, you know, I like to be a happy person. Yeah. And, you know, I'm, I talk, <laughs> you know, I mean, I'm introverted, but, you know, yeah. there are certain things that I'm going, I'm a little more animated. Yeah. And, but for me, I thought that was something bad, you know, yeah. and I love my sister because sometimes she, I would go to her house. She said, oh, you're so loud. You're so, but I was happy to see them. You know, I would be like, oh, you know, here are my little poodle nephews. I see my sister. <laughs> I'm just happy to be here. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, so for years I thought, you know, something's wrong with me. Like, why am I so, 
right? you, know, you know, really what's wrong, but, that, and so that's why I think it comes down to for, you know, your viewers and us is that we just to believe, love and trust ourselves and, and accept ourselves for who we are, just like, like you were saying. And, and not to, you know, and it's okay how they are, yep. but don't, you know, it's like, I like to say, like, people want, like, they don't want to be judged, but sometimes people will judge you. So, you know, it's like, no, no judge, right? No judging. <laughs> yep. And that's what brings the world peace. If they're comfortable with themselves and, and they can accept for other people, that, that's where the world peace will come in. We don't all yeah. have to think the same and be the same. Exactly. Exactly. I completely agree. And, and, and really they, when we realize we really can't change anybody else, all we could do is change ourselves. And, but in changing ourselves and changing our perception of the world around us, we change the world around us. Um, and, and the, the freedom of being able to accept so many people that I talk to the things that they are, that are actually their strengths are the things that other people have told them in their lives that they shouldn't do. But it's actually their strength. And it's only because those other people were learned in their own way not to value whatever that is, like being loud and joyous and boisterous, you know, when the time arrives. That brings out joy to everybody if they allow themselves to relax and enjoy it, right? But they yeah. are taught this, this strength, strict way of beingness that you're not fitting into. So they want to see it as bad, but it's not, it's your strength. Right. So it's it, when we can, when we can start to do that. And again, it's a step-by-step -step thing. It's not, you just wake up one day and you don't give a shit about what anybody else is saying. You know, it doesn't, it doesn't work that way, but, but no. being able to step into in exploring our potential without the boundaries that we set upon ourselves by perceiving what other people want for us. Yeah. Yes. And, you know, and that's part of like the people pleasing and just, you know, and, and like you said, growing up, you know, there were things that we would take in because, you know, like if you know, I, I've done other training too, where they, it's from a book, uh, you know, like pretty much like what your body's telling you. Mm. Uh, but, you know, when you, we're kids, we're told that, you know, if you say you're cold, you know, oh, no, you're not cold. Oh, I'm hungry. Oh, no, you just ate. You're not hungry. You're right. Right. And, and I just also remember a point where, you know, when I first had some coaching, uh, I had coaches back in like 2006 mm -hmm. and we were sitting outside, we went to a restaurant and I was just like, like, you know, I'm, I'm sitting there cold. And then one of my coaches looked at me, he's like, are you cold? And I'm like, yeah. He's like, okay, well, why don't we go over here and <laughs> where it's warmer or you know, so, but, you know, growing up, it's like, you know, we're sometimes it's like, okay, kids, you, you know, you're not really entitled to an opinion or what it is. And, and so, but that really opened my, my mind up too. It's like, oh, oh, okay. Well, you know, I, cause I don't want to be annoying, like by saying that. And so they're like, well, why don't we just go somewhere warm? I'm like, oh, wow. I could do that. <laughs> you know, you know that just made me think how much do we not ask the universe for things because we're worried about being annoying to the universe too, right? Yes, yes, yeah, or greedy. You know, that's the other thing. Like, we don't want to be greedy, right? Right, that's the other right. Thing. And, and then, um, and part of it too, or like, because we're, we have blessing. Well, you know, I mean, I, I, growing up, you know, we had utilities shut off. We had, you know, I, my, my uh, father was a gambler. Uh, and so, yeah, we had utilities shut off. I remember one time or a couple of times we were about to go out 
the car was not there because it had been repossessed. Oh my. <laughs> you know, it was taken. But now, you know, growing up and then then now being blessed from the universe, sometimes there's that guilt yeah. associated with it, right? And then we don't want to shine bright because we're like, oh well, you know, maybe other people don't have these gifts and and we kind of feel guilty for that. And um, you know, I know I certainly have that. Yeah. Um but now, you know, again, going through my coaching and the self-development, it's just really helped me embrace who I am and not feel bad about it because I, for years I felt so bad. Yeah. I mean, that it. is so important. I love that point. Uh, and I, and, and the constant reminder, because I'm, I'm constantly moving back into those guilty feelings or, you know, the inadequate or, you know, do I have too much or, you know, and, and, but really shifting that to, the, the, um, everything, there's just so much abundance and everything is about how, you know, just, just fullness and expression and, and joy and love and, and, and just stay going back into that, 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 that constant, I was actually did a post in one of my coaching groups today where I was talking about this shift that is, it's like this fluid thing where I shift my perception and I shift this idea of, of, um, uh, uh, of having or of being where I want to be and, and doing this stuff, you know, that manifestation process. But as I'm doing it and I feel myself there, then these emotions all start coming up. Like we talked about guilt and, and fear and, and uncertainty and, and can I really do this? And then I, I sit with it. I just let them all, all the emotions just sort of wave around on me. And I just say, you're, you're reorganizing Dawson. You're just reorganizing your brain and you're reorganizing your body. And then I get back into the space and it feels great. And then it shifts back out. And it's like, it's like this movement. You're like, you're feeling your whole body and everything reorganizing it. it's really weird <laughs> well I think it's really good it's like when you talk about in your three rings warrior group is that you know the the universe right the universe yeah. is constantly shifting and every day is different you know yeah. the sun will rise but the, the sun rise looks different every day right yeah. and depending on what the clouds are and where everything is and so even though it's a constant it's a rhythm it's a different unique um experience every day yes right yes. And, and and i you know like what i like to say is like um part of my bacon i i, I joke and i say there's blt with a side of bacon um, <laughs> <laughs> that's my little saying that you know well believe love and trust yourself but then you know with the bacon um that you know it's kind of well I'll, I'll share the o right now we can share the rest later but o for ongoing right it's even though we get comfortable with ourselves, then we, you know, we may encounter new experiences like you did right today and you're manifesting. So you realize that it's ongoing. So even though I was like, okay, I'm going to get comfortable in my skin once and for all, you know, I did at one point, but then as I'm, cause I've been taking a lot of classes yeah. and then I'm learning new things. And then I realize I, I, I'm not as confident. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm not as skilled in it. So then I have to realize that, oh, it's ongoing. Yeah. You know, so we will learn one thing. And then if there's something new that is, you know, requires more attention or something, then it's like, okay, we, we have to realize it's ongoing. So then we're not so tough on ourselves, but you know, I'll share later on if you want with the whole bacon. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Um, you know, why don't we do that right now? You know, because we're kind of moving in. I'm going to fix my camera real quick. My camera is out of focus. And I think okay. it's coming back. But yeah. Um, <laughs> um, 
Yeah, so you would believe, love, and trust ourselves, and then with the side of bacon. What does so what does that mean? <laughs> so bacon. So the B is for boundaries. Okay. So we have boundaries, and then A actually. There's two things under A, um, but first of all is awareness, and then the second one is to take action. And and then and then for C, there's actually three things under C. So clarity and the fact that knowing what we want um, and then see, you know, you know, first of all, you know, clarity, and it could be like, okay, you know, simple as like, I just want to cross the street. <laughs> You're clear that you want to cross the street. And then the C would be the courage. Mm -hmm. You have that courage to cross the street. And then the C is the confidence because once you've crossed that street, then you feel that confidence that you know, that, you know, you, you feel more confident. Right. And then the, then the, the O we talked about was ongoing, but it also goes back to ourselves also, you know, um, and then the N is never give up. Never give up, never surrender. Yes. <laughs> that, so that's the, that's the BLT with the side of bacon. And that is awesome. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So boundaries, awareness, and action. Clarity, courage, and confidence, ongoing to be ourselves and never give up. Um, I love that whole thing that you've got in here. And it just, it brings a lot of really good clarity and framework on, on thinking about things, especially, you know, it, I love the, the idea of clarity, courage, and confidence in the relationship between those three. Um, lately, you know, I've kind of been looking at what I've done and, and I've been kind of like throwing things out there, right? I've got some, I developed some coaching stuff that was group and one-to-one. -one, and then I was like in this other area and then I have these courses and then I'm doing my podcasting. And then I was like, you know, a website and then, and then all of a sudden I realized I didn't have really good clarity on what I really would love to do some of the things I was doing because that's what I should do to make money. Um, or, you know, I still, what I love to do, but it wasn't in the, the truly, if I didn't have to worry about money at all, what would I do question? And so I went back to that and that helped me go back to what was so important to me was doing the podcasting, was telling people stories, right? Is getting these stories and saving them and sharing them with other people. This and my, and what I'm going to be doing with, with Three Rings Wanderer, which is just doing traveling stories too. And so, but these, this was what was so important, but it's like, how do you, how do you make a living out of doing podcasting, right? And so this fear starts coming up. So I decided first, so I just went with clarity. Okay. I know what I would really want to do. I don't know how it's going to happen. I'm just going to keep doing this next step. And then it came with the, the courage to just to let go of some of that stuff so that I didn't, wasn't being distract, distracted, that my focus was clear on what I wanted to do. And then I had the, that, that courage to step forward. And then just by doing these, you get confidence and then you start exploring more and what else can I bring in? And then you get confident there and, and the, you know, and, and it just, it starts to build on itself those three things in a really beautiful way yes and and then and and that is it too and just remember too jocelyn that you know because i'm not a particularly religious person mm -hmm. um you know my mom always she never believed in god but my grandma did so mm -hmm. and you know my grandma always say well you know all the gifts i have is from god you know my grand my mom would always say Oh, I don't believe in God. <laughs> and so I grew up with that. But, you know, and then I, you know, I listened to like Joel Osteen a lot and he reminded 
you know, reminded me too, and I would like to remind you and your viewers that, um, that, that, you know, Joel Osteen says that we are the children of God and we're his children. And so he would want his children to have abundance, you know, his children to be dressed well and to, you know, to, to have, you know, food and, and to live their best life possible. And so we shouldn't feel guilty for that. Right. And whether we call it God or spirit or organizing yes. force or source or life itself, whatever it is, if we look at deeply at the world around us, we see abundance, we see beauty, we see enjoyment, we see so much. Um, I know for me, I, I was in a re religious organization for a while that had a lot of rules and it had a lot of way of looking at everything from this one perspective. And it wasn't until I started sort of extracting myself from those rules that I began to see more of the abundance and the beauty of everything and, and how everything is really here for us to enjoy every single thing. Um, and, and, and that freedom that comes with that, you know, and, and that connection to something other than who we are to guide our intuition, to guide our dream. Um, it's a, it's like this really relaxing, you know, a, a way of seeing the world, more ease and grace comes out than the fighting part of the warrior, right? The, the ease and grace aspect yes. is much more apparent. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And life doesn't have to be a struggle for, because for a long time, I felt like, you know, we were supposed to struggle and right. we're supposed to, you know, not enjoy and, right. you know, it was greedy. It was being greedy. It was being, you know, you know, not being thoughtful of others, you know, all of that. Yeah. That all negative. that mess that just goes up into your head and, and yeah, limits you. Yeah. 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 So, so we don't, you know, we're, we're supposed to be here. We're reclaim our power and our happiness. That's <laughs> what we're, we're meant to do. And, and, and it makes the world a better place when, you know, when I'm happy when you're happy, when everyone's happy, it makes the world a happier place because as you, and as you talk about too, the environment, right? The energy. So, and you talk about energy and it is that energy that feeds off. Yeah. And so again, when everybody's happy, the world peace happens, yeah. <laughs> right? Our energy is huge. It, it really is. I mean, we, we, we know that it's there. You can just, just think of times where you walk into your room and somebody's angry and you can feel that, or you walk into a room and there, somebody comes up who's joyful and you, you can feel that energy. And so you're, I absolutely agree that not only do we produce energy, but we can transform energy. Our bodies are these transformers where we can take in different kinds of vibration and energy and then raise it and give it back to the environment in a, in a, in a very different way. And, and so I absolutely agree that it, it's a shift. It's a different way of thinking, but everything is based on our thinking. And, and it's just a matter of letting, and it's scary to let go of the way that we've thought about the world. And I get that. I did. I was afraid to do that for so many years, but now that I've kind of like had no choice, I said, well, I might as well do this anyway, since everything's being destroyed anyways, you know, so going to a divorce, right? It's like, okay, it's all gone anyways. I guess I, I'm just going to figure this out. I'm, I'm just going to let's see where it goes, you know? Right, right. And, and then, you know, and divorce too, because I was also married at a very young age and I, this is my second husband and hopefully my last, but, <laughs> but, but, but divorce can also be a new beginning. Yeah. You know, because sometimes things aren't compatible and it could be a new, it could be new, you know, everything could be new again. And it's like, you know, when our mentors, right, we, we hear him, it's like what we focus on, um, 
brings out energy, right? Yeah. What was it? Where, where focus energy, goes, energy goes. Yes. Yeah. Energy <laughs> yeah. Goes. So, <laughs> yeah. So focusing where we focus is huge. Yes. So, so it's not the end, it's the beginning, yes. right? So, exactly. Yes. Exactly. And our energy is everything's energy. Our energy is everything. And when we can start, not that we're always perfect and, and that we shouldn't feel emotions. I, I completely believe that we need to be able to feel our emotions to get through them and to get to a place where we decide, do I want to feel this or not? But if we're just burying it, then we end up not feeling at all. We go to this fake apathy where we're just pull, you know, pushing all this stuff down until it explodes. Um, and, but when, when we start to realize that we can make these choices of how do I want to feel and we can put it, we can utilize tools from these different toolboxes of our bodies, our energy, you know, all kinds of things, walking, whatever it is that, that help us, we know, then we get to do more of the choosing of the energy and the world that we create than just reacting and responding and getting kind of stuck in the the worry the fear the anger that tends to be more prevalent especially when we look at news and stuff yeah and i love the way how you you say that too that you know to go through it and instead of just hiding it you know another analogy that i love to use too is like you know if you have a carpet and you try to put everything underneath so you know they, like shoving it under the carpet mm -hmm. and then you get this mountain and then you can't walk on the carpet anymore <laughs> right <laughs> and so what you need to do is get you know get rid of that stuff so now you can walk on the carpet again <laughs> i love that analogy that's awesome yes no lumps in the carpet please <laughs> right right so i love that you brought that up and then, then you know that that's exactly it walking through and yes. dealing with it versus you know trying to cover it up or hide it and because it at some point it's just going to explode right so yes. So I love that. <laughs> that is awesome. Well, I have three last questions for you in just a second. Oh. However, I just want everybody to know that Donna has, she's got a couple things coming up. One, she has some one-to-one -one coaching that's going on right now. And you can, uh, the, her website and her email is in the information box below. She also is working on getting a course out and that should be out really soon. So go ahead and connect with her on that and keep your eye out for that. Um, and so there's all those ways to connect there. And then also be sure you hit that like button and the subscribe. It makes a huge difference in how my videos are seen on YouTube. And so, and I super appreciate your support. And if you wanted to support in other ways, you can check out my Patreon site at Three Rings Wander. The information is also below on that to support my, my journey to find, save, and share stories of people, places, and things as I go through this journey. Um, so that is all of that. And then Donna, down, back to our last three questions. Okay. <laughs> the first one is, if you could meet anybody in the world, past, present, or future, who would that be? Oh my gosh, that's a toughie. That's a, <laughs> I didn't expect that. <laughs> oh. oh my gosh. Wow. Well, you know, I, you, this, this is funny. It this sounds so weird, but like Mother Teresa and Princess Diana, <laughs> I, I, I did enjoy them. They were just so giving to the world. Yes. Um, I know that, I mean, that sounds quirky, but, um, and then I, you know, and I would love to see my grandma again, which would be awesome. But, um, yes. so those, and my mom. So those, those that's ones, awesome. That the personal amazing. side and then the more, the more spiritual connection side. You know, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay, so then the second question is, what is your favorite movie? Oh my gosh, okay. <laughs> There's, I have a couple. I like a long, 
along came Polly and Bruce <laughs> Almighty. Uh, and, and, <laughs> and the reason was like with along came Polly, like I used to be Ben Stiller's character. Like uh-huh. don't touch anything dirty. Everything was really like regimented. And um, and then and then, and then that kind of helped loosen me up a little bit. And then <laughs> and then Bruce Almighty, because I really like the message there that you know we can ask God or the universe for help, but you know, the universe and God, they're busy. You know, there's all these requests coming in from everywhere. And so we have to do our part to help out. Yes. That's beautiful. I love it. I love it. <laughs> and it's so true too. We can't just sit there trying to manifest and not take any action ourselves. We got to take the action too. So absolutely. Okay. Final question. If you could leave only one message at the end of your life, what would that message be? Gosh. Um, well, that you only have one life and to really make the best of the, the life that we have and the time that we have and you know, stop wasting it. Stop wasting your time and, and be, I, I believe we were brought here for a reason mm. and to, to be useful, to, to do your purpose and, you know, I hate to say this, but don't just take up space. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Get back and, and, you know, enjoy, but then also, um, give back. And I guess the three things that I believe, cause my, you know, my, my grandpa always said to be useful. Mm. My grandma always said, without your health, you have nothing. Mm. And my mom always reminded me to have fun. Mm. So That's beautiful. That's beautiful. Yes. Yes. I, I, those are so important messages. I love them. Um, especially, you know, enjoy your life and have fun and, and celebrate who you are, um, all of those and, and, and contribute. Uh, sometimes we, we, we shy away from contributing because we're scared and, and, and we don't want to shine, but you know, um, the more people who shine, the brighter the world will be. So <laughs> yes. <laughs> Donna, thank you so much for being on the podcast. I had such a beautiful, wonderful time today. I just wanted to thank you for your, I had such great information in there. I love your steps, your, your BLT with a side of bacon. Um, the, I'll have the, the, the outline of that down below and people can connect with you. But really, thank you so much for being on the podcast. Well, thank you. Thank you, Jocelyn, for having me here. And thank you to all your viewers for watching. And um, I hope I helped. And oh, <laughs> absolutely. It was, you had some really great points that were really clear and some actionable things to do and to do. Absolutely. It was, it was well done. And so thank you again. And everybody out there, be sure you, you know, have a great day, beautiful day and celebrate life and soar free. <laughs>